Hey, this is H1, and we're about to be running it back with another episode. I got a banger for today. If you're trying to become a better chess player, I got a banger for you today. And you know how H1 gets to it. You know how H1 gets to the facts with the chess knowledge, chess wisdom, chess understanding. And what do we have here today starting off the third season? We've been doing this for so long, the third season. I'm so excited. I appreciate every single one of you. And here here we go. Let me get on my outline right quick. How to approach the game of chess. How to approach the game of chess. How should you approach the game of chess as the white pieces? How should you approach the game of chess as the black pieces? Um, What is the overall point um, for the game? How... How can you play your best game? Uh, what's what's another one? What's what's some more? Uh, what's some more things? Um, victory is the goal. Man, we we just got some. We got some things to talk about today. And I, I wanted to start it off with a lot of chess knowledge, a lot of things, and maybe some controversial things. You know, um, maybe you don't agree with me with every single thing. But I just need you to understand me and just to accept that these are things that is part of chess. And I promise you, I promise you that it will increase your chess skills. So pay attention, please stay tuned as we get to the chess knowledge. (laughs) Man, I'm so ready for this third season. Let's get to it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is H1, and it's time to get down to business. First of all, I would like to say thank you for being here. And let me just plug in my Instagram, which is H1 Chess. My Facebook, which is Chess Knowledge with H1. My YouTube, which is Chess Knowledge with H1. My Twitter, which is H1 Chess, that I do not use at all for some reason. It just hasn't been good for me for some reason. But I still want to put it in here just for the humor effect. But anyway... Let's get to it. How to approach chess games. How to approach a chess game. How do you approach a chess game? Do you approach a chess game as, uh, how can I get checkmate on my opponent? How can I attack my opponent's king? How can I make my opponent mess up so that I can win easily? Hopefully my opponent isn't strong hopefully they're weak-minded and just give me an easy win like that okay that is not how you want to think and actually it's pretty much the opposite you you know you should you shouldn't be thinking about the big prize first okay the big prize is to win the game obviously right 
You want to win the game. You don't want to lose the game, right? But in order for you to win the game, there's other little steps to that goal. So the big goal is to win, but then you have to make the little steps to get the win. And I'm going to help you with the little steps in this episode to get the win every single time or most of the time because you are going to lose games. You have to lose some to win some. So H1 is going to start off with the way you should play on the white side first and then the way that you should play with the black side because they're they're two different ways to play both sides. They're not the same way, right? But they do both have the same common big goal, which is to win the game. And that's what you want to do. You want to win the game. And H1 is going to show you how to do so because I'm always here for you. I'm always there. I'm always in here with the car. And if I'm speaking to you and you're in the car right now, man, that's so great. Uh, hopefully I'm speaking to you in the car. I, I I hope so, because that would make me really excited about this third season. Let's just get to the chess knowledge. Okay. If white goes... Okay. White goes first, right? White goes first in the chess game. Always. So, white should win every chess game. Theoretically. Since white goes first. But, grandmasters... Back in the older days. And grandmasters now have drawn so many games. So there's statistically more draws than even decisive wins because they're pretty equal. They're pretty balanced. But people, uh, especially top grandmasters, they're excited to get the white pieces because they have that advantage. And what is that advantage? You have that advantage of time. Since you have the white pieces, you have that advantage of placing the first move on the board. And putting your opening out there that you want to do. You have to advantage to control the game wherever you want it to go. Wherever you want it to flow to. You can direct the GPS wherever you want on the chessboard. Since you have the white pieces and you go first. And that's how you should be thinking in the chess game. Since you go first... You're supposed to be figuring out a way to win the game, right? And the next thing is, before you figure out a way to win a game, you're supposed to figure out a way to gain a winning advantage. So how can we gain a winning advantage in the beginning with going first? How? How can we make sure that we can get a winning advantage against the black pieces if they play inaccurate moves? Well, I'm going to give you a few steps. Hopefully these help you in the future, in your future games, which I know they will because I am H1. And that is the goal of this chess podcast. So here we go. First of all, first things first, white should be overwhelming their opponent with activity so if you have the white pieces 
and you do e4 and then black does e5 your next move should not be a3 or a4 those that should not be your next move because you are not overwhelming your opponent with activity your opponent's gonna look at that and be like, ha, thanks for equalizing the game. Your first move advantage just went out the window that quickly. So what should you do? Well, this is what you should do. Not only do E4 and not, you can't just, it's not just E4, you could do D4, C4, blah, 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 all these other openings. As long as you develop your pieces afterwards, put your knight out, put your bishop out, Castle your king, put your rooks on the open files, put your queen at a spot where it can do its best job. And that's how you overwhelm your opponent with activity by putting your pieces at spots where they have a purpose and where they have a common plan. And usually the common plan is to control the center. And once you control the center, then you win the game. If you can control the center right off the bat, right out of the beginning then you can win the game very easily especially if you're facing an opponent that does not know how to play chess that easily i mean that does not know how to play chess at all if you do this this will tremendously increase your chess skills Second thing is, you can control the game with the white pieces. You have the power to do so. Since you can control the game, you can do your favorite opening. How can you control the game? Well, first of all, as the white pieces, since you can control the game, you can do your favorite opening. And you can do that opening again and again and again and again each game you can play that same opening okay and you can go to those positions in that opening that you know well and try to overwhelm your opponent with the knowledge that you have in that opening so if you learn the opening very well and all the defenses that black can do and black does those defenses and they don't know that opening very well but you know it more than them then you can overwhelm your opponent right out the gate, right out of the opening. Now, awesome that would be if your opponent went right into what you was planning on doing in your opening. That would be crazy. You're like tasing them under the table. That's exactly what that would be like because you you already set up the trap. The trap is already set and you just be like tasing them. You be like, hey, uh, move after move. You like 10 moves deep and you already know this position. And I get to the next point, like, how can I know favorite openings? How can I get into openings in different positions? And that's why I have a Patreon <laughs> to explain different openings and to explain the easiest way of how to and know the plans in those openings. But for now, in order for you to control the game, another way for you to use white as an advantage is to know good openings. And especially, you have the opportunity to not only go into openings that you know well, but if you're playing at like a top tournament, I don't know, if you're playing at a tournament and you get to see your opponent's games online or something, if you're studying, 
then you can go into variations with the white pieces that your opponent probably don't know. And you have more of a chance of winning in those positions that your opponent don't and doesn't know. So that's another way where you can get the advantage with the white pieces. What's one more way, H1? What is the other way? What is more ways? Well, specifically with the white pieces, you should always be looking for opportunities, looking for your opponent weaknesses. If your opponent does weaknesses, if your opponent slows down a time, your opponent can't do that at all. If your opponent slows down with development or they didn't control the center um, more solidly or they're, they're slow on some of their moves or they're moving too many pawns, then you should be looking for a, a blow or a hit to your opponent. One way that you can punch them on the chessboard, not physically. Please do not do that. Disclaimer, do not punch your opponent. Don't do that. H1 does not permit that. But you got to figure out a way to get your punch in, get your jab in, get your hook in. You got to figure out a way to do that. Looking for opportunities with the white pieces a lot more with the black pieces. Especially when you're in your favorite opening. If you're in your favorite opening and then you know your opponent messed up, that gives you more opportunities. So those two go hand to hand. Overwhelming your opponent with activity and knowing your favorite opening and then searching for opportunities in your opponent weaknesses. So the weaknesses could be like pawn structure weaknesses or um, loose pieces or your opponent lets you control a file or a rank or even a diagonal. Just little temporary advantages or or what if your opponent allows you to have the double bishops right off the opening? If your opponent gives you opportunities to have a winning advantage right off the gate, you should take them. Especially if your opponent oh, a blunders of material or like a fork. If you're not looking for those opportunities, you could miss those tactics right off the gate. And then you can be feeling sorry for yourself when you look at the game right afterwards. And then you're like, dang, why didn't I see that fork? It was with the queen. And the knight was just loose right there. I have a major headache. And as H1, I'm trying to prevent that headache. You can call me your Advil. As H1, I'm your Advil. And you should get a cup of water and take me in. Next one. Oh, snap. Uh, Next one. uh, Always go for the win. Please do not dumb it down. Don't play. So don't play openings that don't give you an advantage at all. You You should be going for a win always when you're playing chess. So if you're playing openings that automatically equalizes or just automatically gives black more chances than you and you're not going for the win then that's just going to blow your whole chess position and you might be thinking like man I can't I don't I like these easy openings but the, the game of chess isn't like that The so in my last tip I said you need to 
look for your opportunities a lot more, right? See your weaknesses and see the weaknesses of your opponents. And if you're not playing openings that allow your opponent to do more weaknesses or um, gives you more opportunities, then you're not going for the win. The win is appointed. We need to put that win in there. You need to show the proof in the pudding. If there's no proof in the pudding, then what's the purpose of the pudding? You see how I put that in there? At first, I didn't know what that phrase meant until I said it right now, and it makes perfect sense. So thank, thank you. Thank you. Always go for the win. It's important. Get that mentality in your head. You should be always going for the win as a black pieces, but it's a little bit different. But for white, always go for the win. And then the last thing is kind of like a vague, helpful tip. If you don't remember any of these things, do not let black equalize so easily. Do not let black equalize so easily. Black might equalize. But you have to feel confident. You have to be um, so self-assured that you did the best that you could to let Black not equalize. Like, you did all your forcing moves. You did the best moves on the position. And if Black still equalized because they played um, their best moves too, and y'all both play best moves, that's how a chess game should go. If y'all are both playing best moves and y'all get a draw, yeah, yeah, that's how a chess game should go. But if you did some like offbeat move, unsound move, and and you let black equalize with like a thunder blow, the next move, that's not how it should be. That is not how it should be. You can count that as a mistake if you let black equalize too. Count that as an inaccuracy. Even put that in the computer, they'll be like, ah, you could have did this move to keep the advantage, but you kind of equalized everything. You got to watch out for those. You have to make sure that your opponent plans are not threats to equalize. But if there's no other way and then they equalize by doing the best moves, all you can do is just shake their hand and be like, hey, good game. But make sure you keep your opportunities open and do something better next time. This is the waiting room segment. Just jokes by H1. And the joke of today is, why did the chess player get tense in a diner? Because the waiter said, check. Thank you for listening. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. <laughs> yeah, we're on the black pieces today. Wow, we made it. After talking about the white pieces for so long, I forgot about the black side. You know what I'm saying? But you can't forget about the black side. You can't do that. We're part of chess too. Let's get to it. So, what are we supposed to think on the black side? Is Are we just supposed to just sit back and relax and let white control the game? No. No, if you're the white pieces, right? You're the white pieces. You do not allow white to just let them get their way you can't allow them to get their way so you got to do your best um you have to do your best plan to make sure that you get the advantage and win the chess game you got to make sure that white is on their toes on their tippy toes you got to make sure that they're doing the best moves and if they're not doing the best best moves then that's when you trip them right If they're going down the stairs, jogging, you trip them because they're not walking down the stairs right. First tip for black. Since you're starting off with a disadvantage, you have to make sure that you equalize the game first, then go along with your plan to pressure white. Since you start off with a disadvantage, you have to make sure that you equalize the game first, then you go with a plan to pressure white. Now, you might be thinking, how do I know when the game is equalized? How do I know? Well, you kind of get a sense for it if all y'all pieces are developed and all of your pieces are at like perfect spots. Or let's say that is equalized because you have more space or you have more um, quality pieces. It can be different ways to equalize a game. It's kind of hard to share it with your voice and to show it, but like, you know, it's, that's a difficult thing to share. Um, but there are several ways to equalize it. I would, the best way that I can equalize a game, if I was looking at a chessboard, um, is with these like five elements just thinking about king safety pawn structure what's the other ones center control material and uh and development those those five are like the common ways to like see okay what's going on in the position really quickly and then just to see oh snap they're kind of equal like none of them have like a a big advantage but it's still a chess game and one of them can um, one of them can get into high pressure and still lose so with your job as black first you gotta equalize the game right if white messes up then you can equalize faster but if they don't then you have to equalize the game make sure that you take care of their threats and then after they do their threats like what if they give you like a breather or something then you can go along with your plan and be like, hey, I'm in, I am a chess player too. 
I am a opponent for you, right? And then you just deliver them your plan. Just be like, hey, there you go. Now you deal with that. Now you deal with my threat. So basically, as black, you're trying to find your opportunity to take the initiative. Gain that initiative from white. Make sure that you push white's threats off to the side if they're not strong enough. And then you do your initiative. Okay. Now, another thing with the black pieces, you have to keep up. You got to keep up with the white pieces. You got to keep up the pace with your opponent. You cannot lag at all. If you lag once, then you're giving white another advantage, another tempo. You're giving white too many opportunities. And you might be thinking like, well, I play friends all the time and I do stuff that isn't accurate and I still get an advantage. Well, if I'm trying to prepare you to play stronger opponents, if it, if you do that with a stronger opponent, like you do E4, E5, uh, and they do knight f3, and then instead of you doing like a good move, you do like d6. It is an opening. I know. I'm sorry, whoever plays the Philidor opening. But let's 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 name some more moves. What, what if white does d4, and then you do like a6? That move isn't part of the opening. You're delaying the time. You're not keeping pace with your opponent, and now. Your opponent can take advantage of you not keeping pace with them, especially in development. You can know who has more time in the position just by looking at all the pieces that are developed at that moment. Or And you can probably know which, which side is winning, pretty much. Whoever has the most pieces developed right out the opening, you can be like, man, their side feels more comfortable... I would rather play their side than that side. So the black pieces, you cannot, you, you can't lag behind. You can't be in the back of the classroom. You know how when you're in the back of the classroom, you don't get any information at all. But the students in the front of the classroom that are asking all the questions of the teacher and they they get the higher scores because they're more, um, they're, they're more active students. Than what you was being, so you don't want to be in the back of the in the back of the classroom. You want to be in the front, and as the black pieces, you have to stay on your guard, and you got to stay on the most. Um, you got to stay alert throughout the whole game, looking for your opportunity. So you're like a, a cobra snake, right? You're like a snake that's kind of itching and trying to find that next. Uh, animal to eat you know to feed on because uh, hey you know the circle of life so as the black pieces i know i said this for white side but it's true on the black side always go for a win but for the black side you should go for a win after you equalize you you gotta equalize first and then go for a win once you equalize like let's say your opponent messes up or they blunder then you can basically say that you equalize and then you should be looking for opportunities too. So that's very important. Now, another thing, uh, the, the next tip, you have to find a response to every opening you think your opponent is most likely to do. Let me say that again. 
You have to find a response to every opening you think your opponent is most likely to do. Black pieces are harder to play because of this tip. Okay, the the black pieces are are harder to play, and that's what is that's what the game of chess is. You're the second player. You you do the second response, so you have to deal with the pain of like surviving all these openings that white could do. They can start out the game with g3, d4, e4, c4, a b3, a3. They can start off the game with all these other openings, but as the black pieces, you have to be prepared for each response. Now, a good thing is um, you don't have to be prepared. Well, some openings um, transpose into um, other openings, so you don't have to be prepared for each move that white could do you just have to know the general idea of the openings that you want to get into every single time as the black pieces but you definitely need to know your responses to the two most popular opening moves which you should already know is e4 and d4 e4 and d4 those are the two openings that you should be prepared for with the black pieces. They are two different games and you need to figure out what openings you would rather play with the black pieces. What openings you would rather play to defend, to equalize. And you got to figure out an opening that gives you the most opportunities with the black pieces to win. And I can't give that to you because each opening has a different chess personality. And I can't I can't tell you what you would like more. Only you can tell yourself what opening you would like more. (laughs) H1 knows the stuff. So next tip, stay out of cramped positions because you most likely um, with the black pieces will get into cramped positions a lot. It is so true, especially my French defense players or my Carol Khan players. You will most likely get into cramped positions if you lag behind, if you're not keeping pace with your opponent, and you will have a position that you will dread for the whole game. Especially if you're in an hour game. I remember I was playing in the tournament an hour game and I played by Carol Khan and I was definitely losing, but I was I was playing this guy and we're gonna call him um Kellen. Kellen Oh no, I can't I can't say that. That's that's too that's too close to that. Let's call him Let's call him Phil, right? So I was playing Phil at a chess tournament and it was the last round of that Saturday. It was one of those hour tournaments. It was at a hotel. Um the, there's chess boards all around this room. It was like a community room. It was very interesting. It was a long day the fourth round of that day Uh, no third round of that day because we played three rounds that Saturday and then we played two more rounds that Sunday so it was the third round of that day because I remember that it was Saturday night and it was getting late it was like 7 to 8 p.m. and it was nighttime and I was getting tired and I thought that I was going to lose this position playing the Karakhan I thought I was going to lose right off the bat because they played a variation that I did not know at all. 
But unfortunately for him, he I stole the win by attacking their king on the H file. They and then they gave up at the end because they thought that it was checkmate in a few moves when it really wasn't, but it was gonna get more complicated. But they thought that it was checkmate and they didn't see their only way out and then they just resigned very quickly. Which if you're in a position like that, I would never just resign. Like don't resign until the game is over. But he resigned and I got my win from that Kara Khan position. But it was super losing. My opponent gave me opportunities. Um, I was in a cramped position and I had to trade pieces to get out of the cramped position. And I was down a pawn, but I had to get out of the cramped position. And that's kind of like the opportunities you have to take um, as the black pieces. That's why the black pieces are hard to play with. Going second sucks. It really do. Going second sucks. Especially with the game of chess. The strategic and tactical game of chess. So I I have here my last tip is to look look for and to take opportunities. Especially if your opponent doesn't mistake. And I think I already covered that. So that's good. Um, back to my oh, back to my next point. Um, the overall point for both of these sections of how you should approach the game with the white pieces and black pieces is white needs to take advantage of being first. And this is this is a tip for like if you don't take anything else from this um, episode, right? This is the overall point that you need to take in and write it on your heart. And make sure that every time you play a chess game, you're thinking about this. The overall point, white needs to take advantage of being first. And black needs to find a way to equalize this, um, the position. The overall point, white needs to take advantage of being first. And black needs to find a way to equalize the position. This advice, I know it's easier said than done. But... Um, you can do it. I know you can. As H1, I know you can do it. The it, This advice is harder for when you play stronger opponents. But if you learn this, especially when you're playing weaker opponents, you're, you're going to have a better chance of getting that advantage and like seeing ways of how you can um, win very easily, especially with the white pieces than with the black pieces. Um, if you think about just trying to equalize the position instead of trying to win all the time, go for the little goals first, the the smaller goals. Equalize, find an advantage, then try to win for black. For white, make sure you take the advantage um, for being first. Right? And then try to win the game from that advantage. And keeping black on, keep the threats coming for black. Don't let black get any breathing room if you can. I know there's certain situations where you have to um, slow it down and stop the initiative. But if you have the opportunity to keep the initiative going with like forcing moves, like threats, captures, and checks, I would do all of them just to keep black 
on their tippy toes because you want to trip them at the end of the day. <laughs> you want to trip them. You want to make sure that they fall to the ground, roll to the ground, and that they are hurt. You want to make sure that they are hurt afterwards. And them being hurt will make sure that you win the game. You see how you see what I did there? You see what I did there as H1? This advantage will help you in your chess career and it will help you with my with my other episodes that I will talk about in this season. So, stay tuned. Stay tuned. This is the waiting room segment. Patreon shoutouts by H1. And the Patreon shoutouts for today is Eliza, Juniper, and John. Thank you for joining the Patreon. I know, don't don't do that to me. I know, I know, I know. Uh, I'm so happy that I have started the third season and that you can be here with me. I'm so happy that I'm even at this moment where that I can share my chess wisdom online very easily from you for you on Spotify or the Google Podcast or the Apple Podcast. It's it's amazing. It's amazing for me to be here right now. And I just appreciate everybody that is listening and just staying here with H1. And I, I see everybody's support, the people that DM me, the people that comment on my YouTube channel, which is Chess Knowledge with H1. I see everything and I appreciate it. And I brag about all of you all the time. I do. My wife gets sick, sick of it. And that that will be coming soon, me and my wife being on a chess episode. But anyway, thank you for listening. Hopefully we can get through this. And I think my next one is is, is probably going to be a banger. I, I'm pretty sure it is. I can't think of the topic right now, but let's just keep it a secret for this episode. I might change this ending part, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know. It, nah, this is staying. But anyway... I appreciate every single one of you. And please, I welcome you to come back with some more chess knowledge. Peace.